Everyone and welcome to episode eight of the Diz Unlimited podcast. Uh, I am Craig Williams, and joining me for this uh, virtual roundtable discussion, we have Erica Resnick. Hi, friends. And we have Julie Martin. Hey, y'all. Apologies for those who were uh, tuning in live with us uh, for a little bit of delay that we had. So there was a last second emergency with uh, one other person who was supposed to be joining us this week, and uh, we had to scramble a little bit. So uh, if we appear flustered right at the start, it is just because I am still, uh, I'm still now, you know, trying to readjust, make sure that everything uh, looks good on my end without that extra person. It's going to be okay. We're all going to get through this. And you know what? If you ever feel that way about a vacation, how am I going to get through this? I suggest using Dreams Unlimited Travel. Uh, you could go ahead and go online to dreamsunlimitedtravel.com and put in a quote for your next Walt Disney World vacation, Disney Cruise Line, Disneyland, Adventures by Disney, Universal, and you will get matched up with one of the expert travel agents at Dreams Unlimited Travel, and they will help you through every step of the process. So for that free no obligation quote, head over to dreamsunlimitedtravel.com today. Now, uh, yes, I am a bit flustered, but this is still going to be uh, a fun episode for us. I hope it's going to be a fun episode for us because it is Erica's final day. Oh, bye. <laughs> <laughs> you know yeah. what, Erica? Don't sound so happy about it, please. It's hard to not sound happy when you're going to go do something exciting. I know. It absolutely But I will is. miss you. <laughs> oh, we'll you will miss be missed. You and I will miss you guys. And, you look uh, beautiful. Yeah. Thank you. So do you. I haven't seen your face in a long time, and that makes me sad. So, oh, well, I'm happy to, I get to be on your last you. show. I know. That made me happy when I saw your name in the little group text. I was like, yay. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, this is great. But thank you. I did makeup today. Um, I see. And it was like, I don't know. I was taking inspiration. Well, she's on the side. Inspiration from Taylor Swift today. So in my reputation era. So I feel, I feel cute. <laughs> I thought that you were just trying to give us a, a little bit of a darker look as in, you know, it's your final day, go out with the sadness, but you know what? <laughs> that works too. And Taylor's a good uh, representation as well too. So uh, sorry about that stall tactic we had to do there, but uh, on top of all the other problems, my mouse got disconnected right as we're getting going here. So uh, just having all of the issues uh, today, but again, we will work through this and we're going to have a lot of fun talking about Disney. Uh, unless anyone, Erica, we will give you your proper send off by the end of the show. I promise you that. But I feel like we should start off by talking about some recent happenings around Walt Disney World. And uh, first off, I want to ask Julie a question. 
Not so much okay. a question, but uh, a little bit of conversation because uh, I feel like I don't want to ramble right at the top of this and talk more about Jollywood Nights. But I do have <laughs> to talk about my night last night at Jollywood Nights because it's probably not what a lot of people expect after last week, but still something worth a lot worth mentioning there. But Julie, uh, you guys got to have a family day the other day in the parks. How was that? Sunday. Yeah. yeah. Um, it was a really beautiful day, actually. Uh, I think like a high of barely 80. And we got to experience uh, Moana's journey of water. We've not, well, as a family, we have not gotten to experience that. Um, it was rather crowded in actual, in the Moana experience. Um, so we weren't able to truly get like a, what I felt like was the feel I wanted to feel, but I did think that it was beautiful and well done. Um, Ferris enjoyed walking through the water. And he wouldn't touch any of the singing water, but he, he walked through like the rainfall. And yeah. I do think that um, the image of what is the name of the goddess? Tefiti. I'm having a, yes, beautiful. I took a photo of her that it, it is so amazingly well done. I was, I was very impressed. Um, so we got to ride uh, Remy's Ratatouille adventure again, which I love that. It excites me. It makes me happy. Um, we also did um, Frozen Ever After. Frozen is a movie that our family absolutely loves. And I think like maybe two weeks ago, we found it just randomly on and we watched the whole thing as a family together. And we're all, I mean, they're teenagers now. Um, that came out when I believe when Finley was about two years old. And it just is a nice little memory of them as children. And it kind of makes me sad almost, but also happy at the same time that they still enjoy it. And then I'm, I'm trying to remember what else we did. We walked around the world showcase. Um, oh, I got to eat raisin canes afterwards. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, and that's clearly the highlight raising canes. So was it busy? Oh my gosh. We did do the drive through. Okay. I, I had no idea it would still be so chaotic. Like people were waiting outside to go in and eat. It was packed. There were police officers to make sure the drive-through line was going, I guess, well, and no one was misbehaving. I think we waited a total of about thirty-five minutes from the time we got in line until the time we got our food. Yeah, I. But, it's something about that area. I just, it's not where the uh, O Town West, where they started popping up all the, all the restaurants from from different areas that people have been craving for in Orlando. I feel like it's just a complete cluster there. It, it always is with every new opening, but I mean, hopefully that'll be alleviated a little bit because they have the canes coming on uh, 192 as well. Just like by the, why not towards me? Why not towards you? <laughs> I'm sorry. Why not choose way up North of Orlando where, you know, I mean, it's, You've got stuff up there. You've always got bears on the news. And uh, I lately, this past week, I keep seeing news stories about uh, this ginger ale springs or something near your area. So you're in the oh, news. Oh, yes. Yeah. I have. But you're not supposed to go there. They say don't go there because you'd be trespassing on private property. Yeah. But and apparently it's like some sort there. of it's like full of sulfur. <laughs> so why would you? I don't know. I don't know. Um, I, I randomly saw that news story too, but yeah, I, I had my canes and it was worth the wait. 
especially when I have to wait months to have it usually. So now I can have it like every month if I want. That is really awesome. And I feel like you brought up Frozen in that really special way because you wanted to segue into one of the things I was going to bring up today. And that is that, uh, you know, World of Frozen had its opening in uh, Hong Kong Disneyland, which is very exciting for them. But I feel like of everything that uh, happened with World of Frozen, you know, people people are excited that with Frozen Ever After, they get they get actual animatronic faces on their characters versus our projection ones, which will never be good. But uh, Mossy, the little walk around character has just been all the rave on social media. And I mean, it begs the question, they made it for World of Frozen. I get it. It's an immersive land that really puts you into the world of Frozen. But we've got the summer hoose that's right next to our Norway pavilion. Why can't we get a little mossy to move around yes. there? Because it's just, it's so simple. Oh, it's so incredibly cute. It's not fair. I love the rock trolls. They are one of the best um, characters in that movie, in my opinion. I I would totally buy a mossy. Yeah. <laughs> like, I, how I, cute I, is that? Yeah, I just want to like walk around and be told that I'm a bit of a fixer upper by yes, whoever's right? holding mossy that day. Or is it the clunky way he walks? Sorry. <laughs> no i always appreciate a good breakout into song moment so uh thank you for for not letting us down there julie but yeah it's uh i world of frozen i don't know if you've seen some of the images from out there it looks absolutely incredible i don't think i'll ever make it to hong kong to actually see it but man I, i i know i I think it's supposed to come to Paris for like the most part in the right way. If I remember correctly, I don't know if it's going to be. Well, I'm definitely going there again. So yeah. Yeah. (laughs) But you didn't even go to that park. I went to Disneyland park. Uh, You didn't go to uh, Walt Disney studios while you were in Paris. No, Mm -hmm. I had to pick one or the other and we chose to be able to experience the actual castle park. Yeah, I think that was the smarter move for you. Uh, you know, you could have just you could have done a park hopper and bounced around, but I feel like mm-hmm. Disneyland Park at Disneyland Paris is just better to experience by itself. Yeah, and I mean, we didn't leave until like seven or eight p.m. from that. Like, yeah, so I don't know if we would have park hopped very well. Yeah, probably not. And like, you know. We have Remy's Ratatouille Adventure here, which you just did the other day. And I feel like that's a big draw for the Walt Disney Studios Park. And obviously, you are not an Avengers person. So their Avengers campus wouldn't really interest you. So I feel like you made the right decision. It would have been a little bit of a waste, probably. Oh, we agree for sure. Yeah. But you had a good time while you were there. So I know, I know dreams on the I... travel didn't send you. So I'm not mining <laughs> for content right now, but I well, also I will say this. Um, I fell in love with the park. I feel like it's my favorite now and not just because it's Paris, but I just love the overall small feeling of it. Um, their castle is absolutely amazing. Sleeping beauty castle. It's much bigger than Disneyland. I know people like to tease that castle for being small, but it can't help how big it is. Okay. So, um, the way it's made the greenery around and the lawn and things like that, it's just immaculate. It's just set up for 
photo ops, in my opinion. Um, I also, you'd be proud, Craig. I did both of the thrill rides. So Indiana Jones, um, Temple of Peril, I believe. Mm -hmm. And then we also did Hyperspace Mountain. And I went upside down on both of those rides. Um, the only one that made me feel a little weird was Hyperspace Mountain, but um, Indiana Jones was a lot of fun. We both enjoyed that one. And then um, their Phantom Manor, I believe, is way better than our Haunted Mansion. And I feel like people are going to yell at me for saying that, but it's scarier. The animatronics and their just their dead overall and their skeletons, they are way creepier than ours. And, you know, it's not just like fun pop-ups. It's like creeping you out kind of stuff. And they go full in on the whole bride theme, um, which of course we loved. And then um, I think that was actually the longest wait we had. We did not do any sort of um, fast pass option or anything like that. We chose to just wait if we want to ride. And that's what we did. Um, I did think of you, Erica, because we had a burger vegetal, which is a veggie veggie burger. Um, and I think that was at, I wrote it down. Oh, Au Chalet de la Marionette. So basically the Pinocchio restaurant. Oh, that's fun. Yeah. It was, I it was been there in so long. So I can't even I, like remember the food options, but I love that you were able to find like <laughs> veggie option. <laughs> well, and if this was like a German themed restaurant and I don't eat like bratwurst or anything like that. So um, that was the only option for us really, but they were absolutely delicious. And I now understand why French fries are called French fries because I've never had better than I had in France. (laughs) I don't think I had any when I went to France. I know I had pizza and that's all I had. I just, I walked around Disneyland park and I was like, what is, is there any actual French food in that park? And I don't remember finding any. A ton of American yeah, food. I, I remember so. the German, but like I I just wanted I just wanted a ham and cheese sandwich. And I would have been oh, content with on a that, baguette. But <laughs> on a especially on a baguette. Yeah, we had one of those bad. at the Louvre. It was delicious. I think it's pronounced Louvre. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> That's the last time I will try to annoy you with my uh, terrible pronunciations, but Julie, thank you for sharing a little bit about your uh, your Disneyland Paris trip. I uh, we'll we'll talk more in person about it. I'll bother you more with details. <laughs> so get all the pictures with it. And oh wait, and no, one of the best oh. things we came across um, their like harvest parade. So it's called Celebrate the Harvest, or at least that's the song they were singing the whole time. And so Daisy was crowned like Queen of the Harvest for 2023. And of course, they have every float is themed along either a cornucopia or mushrooms or something to do with like a fall harvest. And I got to see Clarice. Do you know who Clarice is? I I do know who Clarice is. And uh, so I forgot you were there during the Halloween season. And yes, uh, Clarice is usually in Disneyland Paris. Like they use her a ton, uh, but I will I no let idea. you know. She's actually in uh, the, um, uh, Once Upon a Christmas Time Parade this year. Oh, so, really? Okay. Yeah, so they... I love her as a child, like, you know, in the cartoons with Chip and Dale. And I was thrilled, absolutely thrilled to see her in the parade. 
Yeah, I that was like the big bummer of the summer is that uh, when Disney started like throwing out Powerline Max and the limited time characters, uh, Clarice was supposed to be out with Chip and Dale, and they were going to have antics and and such, but. Uh, Clarice never made it. And, uh, from what I understood from a friend of a friend is that Clarice was, uh, you know, a very, uh, specific height and that posed challenges. But that's, that's all oh. I'll say with that. Because of course, we're not about spoiling the magic for anyone, but maybe she couldn't find the right high heels to wear. And I'm not saying that in an offensive way. I believe that's what she does wear. Much like she wears many a blue dress characters. with heels and like yeah. a, a some sort of a boa around her. Exactly, she's a uh, very classy, a very classy chipmunk indeed. One of my favorites, <laughs> the cartoon where she's the lounge singer and they're all dressed up fancy. That's one of my absolute favorite yeah. ones ever. Agreed. So it's so so good. But uh, speaking of international parks and the expansions that been have been happening lately, uh, everyone's favorite uh, is it Daddy or Zaddy? Erica, I'm not. I'm not up on the millennial. Are you talking Gen about Z. Jeff Goldblum? Uh, it, well, there's. I believe there's allowed to be multiple Zaddies or Daddies. I yeah, still don't understand. Zaddy. Okay, so Zaddy. That is a correct term that I'm using to describe yes. Josh yeah. tomorrow right now. Yes. That's okay. what that's what many would call him. <laughs> okay. That I just wanted to make sure that I wasn't like doing him an injustice by just calling him a daddy if he's actually a zaddy, but I don't understand anything I'm saying, so why don't I just <laughs> continue on with this? Uh everyone's favorite Zaddy, Josh DeMauro, uh, was doing a interview with Entertainment Weekly, and uh, he's saying that they are going all in on theme park expansions, which has been a part of the narrative here for the past little bit with Disney Parks and Bob Iger and Josh, uh, that they have a lot of money they want to spend and they want to throw it into the theme parks. Uh, he was talking a little bit specifically about the Animal Kingdom artwork from D Destination D23 and uh, specifically with like Indiana Jones potentially replacing Dinosaur, uh, kind of referencing that. But uh, he was quoted as saying, we've got so many stories to tell. We have so many things we want to make even better in the theme parks. My plan is to continue to share that with guests. I know people are like, my gosh, I can't believe he's saying this. Is he serious? Is he not? The answer is we are absolutely serious. We know what this business is capable of. We know what our fans expect of us, and we're going all in. You're going to see more and more of that. As we make our way through some of these ideas, some of them will become real. And we'll say that's specifically what we're going to do. But I want our guests to be on the journey with us. And uh, I hope I did him just a little bit of justice there with that, uh, that quote there. And uh, I'm, you know, I will say Josh is an excellent salesman. And we say that all the time. And mm -hmm. I truly, truly want to believe that a lot of this expansion is going to be in our back in our backyard with Walt Disney world, because too, uh, you know, it's what was happening last week was Disney released the, uh, their, uh, economic report that had 
that they had basically commissioned to show how much of an impact that Walt Disney World had specifically on Florida and Central Florida and how it was so important. And that's why they want to spend more money here and all of that. So I just I really, really hope it comes to fruition. I'm still not sure if I'm on board with Indiana Jones inside Animal Kingdom. Uh, I just I will never understand the sense of that. But I also understand it's an easy way to update dinosaur but i just you know what the more new that can come to these parks the better i mean it just keeps it fresh keeps keeps people coming back for a reason so go crazy we can make new memories as our old ones are slowly destroyed away it's not a bleak <laughs> i'm like are yeah. you losing brain cells craig or what's happening uh, i mean Yes, on a daily basis, I usually do. Uh, Julie, you're a child of the uh, growing up in the 80s. Do you have any affinity with Indiana Jones? I mean, you went on Temple du Perul, but... Uh, um, I watched the movies growing up, and the biggest memory for me about those movies is eating monkey brains. Chilled um, I remember being brains. totally disgusted by that. <laughs> um, snakes, because I do not like snakes. Um but yeah, I mean, we watch them all, but I, yeah, I don't really have any sort of like, you know, affinity for it or like, I don't collect anything in Deanna Jones, did, um, but I did think that it was well done in, in Disneyland Paris for sure. Did your family get to go on Indiana Jones adventure when we were all out in Disneyland or did the kids not want to do that? No, we didn't do that. Did we Corey? <laughs> I'm like trying to think. Yeah. Oh, I don't no. think we did. Yeah. Erica, you did that though, right? Yeah, yeah, and I thought it was phenomenal. I walked off that ride and I was like, wow, this is one of the best attractions I've ever been on. So I've ridden it, but it's been years. Yeah. I'm a big I was your first Disneyland for- trip in years. Yeah. Very true. Yeah. But uh, I just hope that Walt Disney World gets a lot of the love eventually one day when they are spending money. I'd be okay with Disneyland too. It'll give me more reasons to go to Disneyland. Part of me feels like a lot of it's going to go into the international parks and cruise line. And that's also okay too. They deserve special fun things. Uh, maybe eventually it'll convince me to want to travel internationally more, but uh, I, I don't, I don't know if I have that in me. I want to uh, monetarily speaking. It's a lot of money oh. to travel. I'm just looking at <laughs> yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, it really is. Yeah. I uh, totally. I just But if you to... pay for it ahead of time, according to Girl Math, it's free. It's free when you get there. Okay. <laughs> if you I... buy concert tickets a year in advance and you go to the concert, it's free. It's free. <laughs> okay. So I clearly just had issues with the difference between zaddies and daddies. I'm not going to pretend I will ever understand girl math. I do know of the concept, but I will never understand it. All I know is that uh, Kylie and I planned a trip to New York City without looking up like prices for the dates we wanted to go ahead of time. And now I feel like once again, like, oh, here goes my vacation for the next like five years for one night in New York City. So that's going to be really special, but um, I'm not, apparently I'm not good with travel. So goodness knows when I finally get to go to a different park internationally, I'm going to, it's going to be the last time I'll ever be able to travel for 10 years. So you tell Kylie, I will travel with her gladly (laughs) anywhere. You're going to pay for her. Um, no, but (laughs) 
But with girl math, it's possible to go. (laughs) Yeah, it is. Yeah. I mean, you just, I know you're rolling in money now, so we're not, we don't yes, have to I talk am. about what? your, yeah, we, we don't have to talk about your, your new job, but obviously this is your actual debut appearance on the Diz yeah. Unlimited podcast, uh, the so, artist formerly well, I mean, known as I, the Diz Unplugged mm-hmm. one. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I was hired as a teacher. I'm um, teaching U.S. history and civics, seventh graders and eighth graders. Um, I do love it. I am in the process of trying to become certified. Um, you know, when I first got my job, Finley was like, you're really not making that much money. Teachers don't make a lot of money. I was like, it's the most money I've ever made. Wow. <laughs> it made me feel like, Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, kids are ruthless, man. I totally understand that. And I'm just going to call, call her dream wrecker from now on. So I think it's great uh, that, that you're getting to teach now, Julie. That's awesome. Not only are you giving back, but you know, you're also, you're also getting to explore that because I know how much you love subbing. So it's just, yeah, uh, it's, it's really, it really fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. These and the benefits. Are, well, eventually once I am yeah. certified, yes, I will have benefits of my own, which is really nice. But, um, this is my first class ever. And I was telling them the other day, you know, they're going to hold such a special place in my heart, you know, for the rest of my life. Um, and so I might cry. <laughs> either that, or as I said, during uh, the first episode of the Diz Unlimited podcast, you can only get better from here. So right. uh, <laughs> well, they keep asking me, are you going to teach us next year? My seventh graders. And I'm like, guys, um, you know, they have to ask me to come back. Um, I said, if they don't ask me to come back, I won't be able to teach you anymore. <laughs> At least I know there will always be a podcast to welcome you. Home, right. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Craig. Thank you. Yeah, it's a good consolation prize. Erica, you can remember that, too. There's there's Perfect. always a podcast. If you if you quite literally break a leg in the business, uh, there's always <laughs> can a podcast always fall back you on your plan P. <laughs> Come on. I would like to say that we're at least plan D. It's a P. Plan, That's plan, why I called it podcast. Plan P. Plan D U. Oh, oh. No. So okay. funny. Oh, oh, okay. Got uh, it. Uh, yeah. Listen, it's. Uh, we should have had Corey sit down beside you so we could add proper dad jokes in this one, but uh, mm. I'm still I'm still training. You're dad still jokes in training yeah. right now. Oh, you're yeah, st- still in training. <laughs> I'll get there. I'll get there. Uh, okay, so do you want to hear me complain about Jollywood Nights for a little bit, or should we talk sure. about Thanksgiving? I feel like Thanksgiving should be like more towards the end, like first mm-hmm. Jollywood Nights, then Thanksgiving. And then we send out Erica with a 21 gun salute or however we get rid of people on this show. I mean, in the past, it was just erase them and never talk about them again. uh, (laughs) You actually get to say goodbye. (laughs) Wow. So special. (laughs) Yeah. Don't you forget it. Don't you forget that ever, Erica. Uh, But okay, I'm going to ramble a little bit about Jollywood Nights. I'm sorry if I'm going to bore you, but obviously... Last week, uh, we decimated that party, much like uh, a lot of other people on the internet and guests that showed up. And, uh, you know, 
we tried to be as constructive about it as possible while being fair. You know, Disney Jollywood Nights is the new hard ticket party at Disney's Hollywood Studios. Only 10 nights were made available for this first inaugural year. And I do believe they're going to plan on continuing the party forward. But after that first night, it did not look so good. A sold out crowd at Jollywood Nights is one of the worst places to ever be in the world. The food lines had 50 to 100 people in line at times. Uh, Entertainment seemed all over the place. Uh, The lines to get in the shows weren't that great. No one seemed to be riding rides. The characters were swamped with people saying, to meet Phineas and Ferb, it was like a three hour wait, which I, you know, I understand there's a cult following for Phineas and Ferb, but is anything actually worth that much time? And I don't know if, I don't know if it is, but, uh, the second night of the party happened a full week after the first night. And a lot of the response from people who showed up said it's looking better. Uh, Disney heard, a good amount of the feedback and they made changes in ways that they could. And that related to adding more characters. And then also too, I think some of it was on the the actual guests who showed up and that they realized, Hey, this is, this is what went wrong during the first party. So I'm going to avoid those things. And like one of the big things we tried to say last week was make a plan and decide what is most important to you. Realize that you're not going to be able to do any everything. And there might be some of the favorite things that you want to do that you're not going to. So be ready to have backups to uh, to move on to. And so I, I feel like that narrative did get out there. But also, you know, it's it, with Disney throwing in some help on their own. It has now made with uh, it, it's now made with its third night that just happened last night. Uh, a really decent party. And I am so sorry for just like stumbling over my words there and not making any sense with the way I was trying to say it. I'm also really <laughs> exhausted because I didn't get home from that party last night until two thirty, And then Ooh. the process of like falling asleep. I'm, I'm barely functioning right now, but I, that's how, <laughs> that's how you also live your life with a toddler. So it totally <laughs> makes sense. Um, but yes, the party was drastically improved from what Erica Rhino and I experienced. Uh, Like I noticed it immediately and I will have another video review coming out. I believe tomorrow that will detail it a lot more, but I want to talk about some of the ways that Disney actually did improve it. And I already mentioned the characters. So uh, let's just start there. A lot of new characters were added and they are meeting in various places throughout the park, uh, basically right beside the stage in front of Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway. They converted that into the DJ stand and made that like the life of the party. And then on the left side, there's a rotating cast between Pinocchio and his little holiday sweater that's adorable mm-hmm. with gingerbread man and snacks on it. And when he's not meeting guests there, uh, you could have the chance to see Jiminy Cricket, which who doesn't love seeing Jiminy Cricket? Uh, then on the other side, the right side, if you're facing the Chinese theater, you have Santa Stitch. And who doesn't love a good Santa Stitch? Uh, the lines were 
decently long for these characters. Uh, Jiminy Cricket and Pinocchio, I want to say it looked probably like a 30-minute line. Santa Stitch looked a little bit longer, 45 minutes, maybe longer than that. Uh, a cool opportunity to meet him. I just waited by where they were coming out of the Chinese theater so I could see them that way. <laughs> and uh, as if you're watching this, you can see Stitch was kind of messing around like he was doing his handprints in the ground. And uh, so I had a, I had a bit of a magical moment with the characters as they were coming out doing little special things like that. So if you don't have time to wait for the characters, that might be a good option for you to be able to just see them as they're passing in a little bit more of a unique way. Uh, a huge, huge, huge hit with people where the Mickey Shorts Theater is. You have Duffy Bear in a holiday outfit, which, of course, Duffy started in Walt Disney World back in, I think it was 2010. And his, then once he left, he's been missing for so many years except for like run Disney races, but now he's a part of Jollywood nights. And I heard one friend, uh, Molly said she waited about 30 minutes for him, but then I heard other people say longer 45, 50 minutes. So it's, you know, you're definitely in a four hour party. You're still dedicating a good amount of time to meeting some of these characters. If that's high up on your list, but it's so nice that they added them. Uh, they also added Mary Poppins with one of the penguins across from baseline tap house. So uh, I feel like that was a great way to disperse crowds uh, in terms of the rides. The messaging got out there that the lines were very short on the first night and look at this as an after hours that changed a little bit uh, like slinky dog dash did get up to a 55 minute wait but was hanging around like 30 minutes for most of the night most of the attractions were like about 10 to 15 minutes some got down to five minutes so people were definitely riding uh, a lot but uh even you know even with Rise of the Resistance utilizing the boarding groups, that only happened for like the first two and a half, three hours, and then it moved into just a regular line. So uh, it's not like the rides are just walk-ons, but it seems like more people are using them, which that makes the rest of the party a lot more relaxing. The loading into the shows, like Erica and Rhino got in line, I believe. Was that about 15 minutes early for holidays in Hollywood, right? Yes. I want to say like 15, yeah. maybe like 10 minutes. I think it was 15. Yeah. And you just sat down, I want to say like 30 seconds before the show started, right? Oh, yeah. The minute that we sat down onto the bleacher, the lights went on for the show. We were like, wow, so that was cutting it close. And we saw people taking seats like 10 minutes into the show. Like the line was still coming in. So we okay. got lucky. Comparatively. <laughs> I walked, I hit the entrance of the show 90 seconds before the show started, and I made it into my seat before it even got started and kicked off. So they have figured wow. out how to better seat it. And I, I should have prefaced this last night. I don't believe ever made it to a sold out crowd. So that might have a lot to deal with it, but uh, it felt like they just ops figured this stuff out a lot more the food lines uh the big line that we experienced or saw not necessarily got in was um fairfax fair where they have some of the popovers i only waited like five people 10 people in line to wow. to stop at that booth and 
I am so mad that the three of us didn't get to eat there because it was incredible. Yes, Erica, there probably would have been nothing for you. Uh, they did have a, a, it was like a cranberry Christmas martini, which was delicious. You would have loved that. Ooh, um, oh, I would love that so much. <laughs> I had this turkey popover that was like a piece of fresh bread uh, piled on top of cranberries, gravy, turkey, and mashed potatoes. It was one of the best things I've had in a Disney park in a long time. It it made the food that we had at Liberty Tree Tavern last <laughs> week just look downright embarrassing. And there was this peanut butter and jelly donut that was also on the menu, too, with peanut butter cream and a little chocolate and uh, crunchy sea salt and vinegar chips. It, it was just so so decadent and so perfect and yeah i also got the christmas martini and it was absolutely fantastic and i was like i will immediately on my next time back to jollywood nights i'll be going straight to this booth um i it what was really hilarious i didn't include it in this but the tip top club that you know line that we couldn't even see the end of it where the bar was because it went on so long you could literally walk up last night and just get a drink right away so wow. people people figured that out but i will say i had the chance to catch the performers i had to ask a cast member what Ooh. the set times were this is literally what i thought this entire party would be it was just that jazz quartet and the the singer was doing she did like 130s 40s standard and then went into actual christmas jazz music and it was it just it set the scene you felt like you were in old hollywood watching this like this is what this party was supposed to be and I know there was a big question about Brown Derby because that ruined a lot of people's nights on the first night. Well, I think the word got out on Brown Derby not being great because this is a uh, kind of a spy shot inside <gasps> around, I want to say maybe this was like 1115. So, well, you know, well into the party, but still plenty of time at night. And I think you can count like six people in there and the piano player, but completely empty. It was, it, it said 10 minute wait in the app, but you could just walk right in. And, uh, you know, sure enough, as I passed by, he's still playing Disney music, blasting the bare necessities. <laughs> you must love that song. So they didn't fix everything. They, so that's, yeah, it's nothing puts you, you could walk down to tower of terror get a standing room place to watch this jazz quartet play amazing Christmas songs and make you feel like you're in there. Or you can go sit inside Brown Derby, pay for overpriced cocktails and food and listen to a piano rendition of Disney and Pixar classics. Sounds great. <laughs> Sounds really great. So they, they still need to fix that. But uh, everything really, I, I go into a lot more detail in the, in the video review that we'll have coming out. So look for that. But it's definitely getting better. Uh, I am now, I went from being so upset on the first night. Like, I can't believe I spent you know, I think the tickets that Kylie and I got for December was set us back like $360. And I just like, I choked. I was like, this was a Christmas present to us that I now don't want to go and do. But after last night, you know, I was navigating it by myself, which that always makes a difference because I, I was the only one who had to tell me what to do. But I, 
it just the weather was perfect. I got to see everything I wanted to see. I got to see the characters from afar. I would have loved to meet some, but that was too long. Had some good food, had some good drinks. They're they're figuring it out. So I still think they need to limit the attendance more or they need to make the party like another hour longer. But it's it's getting there. It's I I now am not so uh, so worried that this is going to okay. be an absolute train wreck the entire holiday season. So I want to, I want to say that up front as like a peace of mind thing for people. Like I know we scared a lot of people away on the first night. And so did all of the internet saying, you know, sorry, you bought tickets to this party. You're going to have a terrible time. I don't necessarily think that's the case anymore. Still go in with a plan. no, know that you might not get to see and do everything and that does kind of stink it would be great if you could but there's still a way to make an enjoyable evening out of it now unless it rains and then it would probably be terrible but uh, <laughs> yeah i uh, i enjoyed it a lot more so sorry for that uh rambling soliloquy that i just presented there but so by the time that you and kylie go hopefully it'll be even better yeah. you know I'm hoping, but honestly, I don't know what really the only thing that I think could make it better for me now at this point would be to add an hour or just like really cap the attendance more. Like we, we probably won't meet any characters just because we, we'll do it. We'll walk up and see a character for there's only like five people in line, but we're never a uh, wait like 20, 30 minutes for characters. But I know she'll want to have some of the food that she didn't get to try. She'll want to see the shows again. Uh, watch Jingle Bell, Jingle Bam at the end of the night. And I, you know, what made it hard that first night was you couldn't even count on food. Like it, the lines were so long that you were waiting way too long for one food item that it made it hard to try multiple different food, uh, food kiosks throughout the park. So now that that seems to be under control, there was like, I, I stopped at the market at, uh, right beside the frozen or frozone frozone in the incredible section. And like, they even had an extra cash register set up on the side to help get people through. Mm-hmm. So feels like they've, they've tried to add, to is uh, they've tried to add to the food kiosk to make sure that there was enough cash registers handling everything that there was enough people running food there i don't think they want this party to be a pr disaster so they're going to keep tweaking it and uh you know i i heard from someone working at working with disney that they said the first night yeah that it was what it was the second night definitely got better and they even saw an improvement in the third night too so it's it's going up there by night 10, going to be a good time. Maybe. Maybe. So, okay. I like your we, optimism. You know what? When it's new people, for you. It, it is new for me, but <laughs> honestly, with uh, it, it's so hard to like grasp because I don't ever want to be one of those people on this show in particular that's like, I remember, I remember the good old days when everything was cheaper. But sometimes I slip into that. Like I still, I still have an email receipt from the first Halloween ticket, Halloween party ticket that I bought on my own. And that was like $67. And (laughs) it's so weird to be like, now, like I don't, yeah, double that. And on most party nights, you're still not to what it would cost. So like it's hard, it's hard to like, still sit with that and think about that and be so positive about these parties, but they do offer 
quite a unique experience, especially with, with Jollywood nights. I mean, being in the park with the best decorations and having that, mm-hmm. like that old timey Christmas vibe with a lot of, a lot of new, uh, newer, more contemporary elements thrown into, it just gives it, it gives it a really special feel. And I, I do want it to succeed because you know it's yeah. it's not it's not a cheap party so i want it to be good i want it to be something that becomes a staple for everyone and it gives but- people another option um besides mickey's very merry i mean which yeah. is a great party and we always have loved it but it's nice when you have more things to choose from if you have to if you can't get into one party you can go to a different party Exactly. Or just even if you've done Mickey's Very Merry Christmas Party 10 times and you don't find the same value in seeing the same shows over and again in the same parade, you have something new to look forward to. Right. It's it, it's just better for the guest experience in general. It keeps people wanting to come back. And, you know, the best cr- Christmas tradition you can make is a new Christmas tradition. Agreed. Oh, I love that. That yep. was cute. Agreed. You know what? When I talk about Christmas, it, it just it comes out naturally. I love the holidays. <laughs> it makes me so happy. All the holidays during that season just make me really yeah. happy and feel warm inside. So I love being able to share that. But uh, the first holiday, of course, is Thanksgiving. And that's coming up in just a couple of days. What's everyone's plans? Erica, you'll be jobless. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm making a dinner for two. I saw my family this past weekend. So like we did all like the family stuff. Um, but I'm just making dinner for two. I don't, I don't like love, uh, a carved turkey, but I did find a recipe for, um, yet turkey slices and you put stuffing in them and you roll them up and put gravy on top and bake them. So I'm going to do that. And then I always make a corn souffle for, uh, Thanksgiving. And of course it'll all be dairy free. Uh, but yeah, just a, just what? a dinner for two. Did that you just describe peaceful. like a Swiss roll made out of Turkey? Is that and stuffing? A, yeah. And stuffing. <laughs> That's pretty <Yeah>. wild. <laughs> I'm going to send you the picture of the recipe because, and I'm like, my friend told me about it and, um, I didn't believe her. She's like, Oh, I make this all the time. And I was like, I don't believe you. And then, she spoke it in my home. So, of course, I'm scrolling through Pinterest and the recipe for that <laughs> pops up. And I'm like, you have to be kidding me. So, I literally, <laughs> like, it did not compute in my brain when she was telling me that such a thing exists. So, then I got the recipe. I'm like, well, now I have to make it. So, Craig, as the fun. parent of a toddler, you've never had like a ham and cheese roll up? Uh, not yet. So, uh, I mean, we have in the sense of like a chicken and cheese roll up. If you wrap it around a tortilla and call it a quesadilla, yeah. we've done that. A pinwheel. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. To an extent. So, but I'm interested in Erica's. So, Erica, don't send me the <laughs> recipe. Send me the picture of your finished product. Okay. The, I will. Unless we truly do plan on not being friends after you leave. No, we're definitely so. going to be friends. <laughs> Wow. So I will send you a picture. I told you that I couldn't make it to your son's first birthday, but I would be there for the second. So we are friends. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I don't know if there will be a second birthday. Well, he there will be a second birthday. A second Giving birthday a party. party. Second birthday party. The first one was very you, overwhelming. You so. at least have to do it. You don't have to throw a party. Be, I don't know. Yeah. Maybe it's a Hispanic thing. You always have a cake cutting, um, even if it's just like uh, – I don't know, like five people or whatever, you have to come to the house and at least cut a cake. 
Like, okay. like we always have to do that. So I don't know if that's just like a Hispanic thing. Cause my mom was always no, like, it's not. we at least need to cut a cake. So yeah, you okay. at least have to do that. <laughs> okay. We, we will cut cake. Craig, I will be there. We like to cut the cake. <laughs> yeah, I understand your feeling about the first birthday party being overwhelming. Um, I think all first birthday parties are overwhelming, not only for the parents, but for the poor child. They don't know what's going on. Um, <laughs> second, third, I'm thinking maybe even fourth, if I remember, we spent them at home with just us, our grandparents, um, and like maybe a friend or two, but not anything overwhelming. I don't think we did overwhelming birthdays until they got a little bit bigger. Um, yeah. I-, I don't know. I don't know why first birthdays have to be so gigantic i mean you know because it's a party for the parents to say we mm-hmm. let our kid made it like, survive we didn't, we didn't <laughs> screw up that horror. obviously there's always accidents i don't want to get bleak but like yeah it was it felt like a celebration for us to be like oh, we actually might be good parents we might be able to do this and raise a normal uh, member of society however i couldn't seem to hang a backdrop uh with tape to save my life so <laughs> Uh, you know, it's we'll see it did what keep falling. We, I felt so bad. Just kept falling. We'll see what happens when we get a new studio and I'm trying to hang everything with tape. It's going to be fantastic. Okay, um, uh, <laughs> yeah, let's not do it with tape. Corey will help you. <laughs> well, well, we'll see. What are you doing that, for Thanksgiving, so. Craig? Oh, um, I'm, I'm not, I'm not going to share. So it's not in that way. It's I truly don't know what's happening for Thanksgiving yet. Uh, a lot of Kylie's family is still in town. So I know oh, okay. we're doing something with them. We'll see my parents at some point in time. Uh, but I, as far as I know, the plans have changed for Thanksgiving about every like six hours since <laughs> they've started. So uh, oh. there's a chance it could be uh, it, uh, could be a restaurant experience out. There's a chance it could be uh, takeout food. There's a chance it could be hamburgers. There's a chance that there's a turkey involved, not made by me because I don't have a turkey that large. But I'll, I'll maybe some Peking see. duck. You know what? <laughs> I do love a good duck. <laughs> I am a fan of duck. But what about you, Julie? Um. I don't have to host. I'm very excited about that. Cause usually if we're in Florida, we do host, um, maybe his yeah. sister, maybe some other people. We were invited to join some friends of ours. So we're going to join them and their family and some of the grandparents. Um, all I have to do is make cornbread dressing and Corey's making a ham. Was, so woohoo. I was going to say, I don't <laughs> think it would be a Thanksgiving without your, your cornbread dressing. Um, so. she told me I make box stuffing. I was like, Oh, no. I'll make some dressing. <laughs> Her kids like the box stuffing because that's all she's ever served. So yeah. my plan is to convert everyone. We'll yeah. see what happens. <laughs> I mean, stovetop stuffing is great, but there's eh, you know, great. I I know um, I I love stovetop stuffing. I would I I could make an entire box of that in even <laughs> in one sitting and very little time. But uh, your must, your stuffing, what it has to be a northern thing because all of our. New England, Northeast friends love stovetop. And I did not, I don't get it. Okay. So you, you're not alone, correct? Cause I'll make a whole thing just of stovetop stuffing to eat it for myself because and, I don't know what it is. <laughs> it, well, I know for me and uh, I, as I was growing up, um, my mom makes really good stuffing that I now appreciate. But as I was growing up, she, she would not 
cut the celery in it really thin, and I didn't want the soft bread mixing with crunchy celery. Oh, so, it wasn't cooked enough. Not, it, it was cooked enough. She cooked it enough. Mm-hmm. I just, I still, the texture, it, it didn't work for me. There was almost too much celery. So now I've learned to make her stuffing with the right seasonings and flavors, but just with the celery the way I want it. But I think that was it for me. Is that I was never a fan of what my mom made yeah. growing up. So when it was like, oh, you can have stovetop, I was like, Yes, I would like the stovetop, please. <laughs> Sorry, Mom. But you know I do love your stuffing now. So Yes, you do. And I, is it, is, it does have celery in it, Craig. But I saute my onions and celery till they're like so soft that you don't even know they're there. Yeah. No, I it's I haven't celebrated Thanksgiving with you and your family in probably uh, that was maybe like 2014 the last time. But the food. Yeah. When food Sean so, had so his good. leg infection. Yeah, when he was carrying around his uh, his leg vacuum, yeah. <laughs> just just casual Little laughing memories. at the, yeah. <laughs> you know that uh, that time that he almost had a terrible leg infection and had to have a vacuum yeah. on it for months to <laughs> suck out the infection. Good times, right after oh. losing your job, <laughs> memories. Good times, um, great stuff. Uh, well. Thanksgiving is a great holiday. The reason I brought it up is because if you're like me and my family and you are in Orlando with nothing, uh, no real plan set in stone, luckily Disney Springs is here to step in and save the day, potentially maybe save the day, maybe even make it worse. But uh, there's Thanksgiving all around Disney Springs. Like if you're watching this right now, the pictured food items, where do you think that's coming from at Disney Springs? What fancy restaurant? Um, is it the, guess. um, hmm. Mm-hmm. I never guess. Italian restaurant? Uh, no, no, it, no, no. That that would look good. I believe, unless Jackie. The green beans make me think Italian. You know what? It could be from the Italian restaurant, but I don't think it is because they don't mention green beans in theirs. So I believe this would be the Thanksgiving dinner from Rainforest Cafe, which includes Whoa. roasted turkey, turkey gravy, stuffing, a green bean medley, mashed potatoes, sweet potato casserole, apparently not pictured, uh, cranberry sauce, and pumpkin pie, also not pictured. I, you know, I'm not going to... We've already besmirched, uh, according to Denny, stovetop stuffing, so <laughs> you have to deal with that later, Jolie, but I'm not going to besmirch Rainforest Cafe for people out there, but... Uh, I can't imagine. It does not look bad, but I would not want to spend it with screaming monkeys. I'm so sorry. Are we? Are we sure that's the Rainforest Cafe one or the Planet Hollywood one? The Planet Hollywood doesn't. In the article, it does. does. In the article, it's under Planet Hollywood, and the one that does not have a picture is Rainforest Cafe. You're you're right, Erica. Don't give that much credit to Rainforest. (laughs) Okay, so yes, sorry. My my apologies, everyone. On the record, I was wrong. Uh, Planet Hollywoods, which I didn't read the green beans in there, but it does say green bean, green bean, green <laughs> green bean blend. It. Thank you, Eric. <laughs> green beans, um, white meat turkey topped with gravy, served with homemade garlic mashed potatoes, southern style cornbread stuffing, green bean blend, and cranberry sauce. Oh, prime rib upgrade also available. So, uh. 
there's lots of Thanksgiving being served at Disney Springs. Uh, Terralina Crafted Italian is having it. So, Julie, you were close there. Um, I believe that's because that's in the article I sent you. So you only had three to yeah. choose from. Congratulations. <laughs> uh, Art Smith's Homecoming. This is what I might try to convince my family on, but I don't think we could afford it. Uh, you can feed a party of four, but at homecoming, that's always like is a lie. If you buy one dish, I think you can actually feed two people with it. But they're yeah. doing feed a party of four for just $200 plus tax. It includes smoked turkey, andouille sausage, <gasps> cornbread stuffing, homemade cranberry sauce, whipped mashed potatoes, southern green beans, cheddar bro- drop biscuits with fig jam, and four slices of hummingbird cake. And I think that's where wow. I would probably get food from if I was uh, in Orlando yeah. for Thanksgiving, which I will be. So may- maybe uh, Paddlefish is also serving dinner, uh, traditional turkey dinner. Raglan Road is featuring a traditional uh, turkey dinner, but add on duck fat roasties. Because those oh. Irish, they they like to do it that way. Uh, City Works has a traditional turkey dinner and prime rib. Boathouse is doing classic Thanksgiving. Haleo's getting in on it with Thanksgiving croquetas, which that sounds no. very interesting. I'm sure you'll get one tiny croqueta, and it will cost you $12. <laughs> and then uh, Maria and Enzo's, and Enzo's Hideaway, has like pumpkin risotto fritters and uh, turkey dinner and uh, warm apple pie. So... No shortage of Thanksgiving at Disney Springs if you're here and looking for a place. Uh, of all the ones I mentioned, which one would you choose? Erica? Mm-hmm. Mm, homecoming. Yeah. Jolie? Oh, yeah, yes. I would too because it, it would probably be the closest to home. There we yeah. go. So uh, our we'll put a stamp on it here. The official Diz recommendation of Thanksgiving is get takeout from Art Smith's Homecoming and don't be disappointed. You have lots of things to give thanks for. Just remember that at $200 plus tax for four people. (laughs) So, (laughs) okay, that is all I have to mention in terms of uh, prepared stories. And we're nearing the end of the show. So at this point in time, I think we have to just end the show and not say a proper goodbye to Erica. Oh, you know what? That's a shame. We'll see. You know, we'll see you next (laughs) now. Erica, uh, I will get this started. Um, it's, I don't, honestly, I can't remember when you first started here. So that's going to sound uh, terrible from it, but it's, it's not because of that. It's because you've been around for way longer than that. Uh, you started as a social media contributor for us with Instagram. And, you know, I remember the first time, I, I think the first time we met, was it in Epcot when you brushed by or was it Discon when you were hanging out at the booth? Think it was, I think it was it was Discon. Yeah. I I remember I met Rhino before at Epcot and then I met you at Discon. Yeah. And I remember seeing you in Epcot again too and then obviously you were still around and in the atmosphere and when a job opportunity opened up here uh we were able to scoop you up for the limited time that we were able to and you know it's it's never easy being a new voice or face on the Diz. Uh, it's it, usually it is an uphill battle for everyone that comes in. It's very rarely that you know someone can walk in and they are instantly embraced. Uh, but even beyond, uh, from the 
from the uh, viewer and listener perspective, uh, you know, from a team perspective, we also have to get our footing too. And uh, it's, you know, sometimes it takes a little while to find how you all gel as a group. And it has been nothing but a privilege uh, of getting to work with you because I feel like when you, Rhino, and I started to really gel and come in on our own that we we found a special formula that I feel like a lot of people picked up on. And it it's going to be quite the adjustment moving forward here. And I have you know, I, I said it when we announced your departure. I've tried to be nothing but supportive of you going and following your dreams because ultimately, you know, this while you got to work for this website and company that allowed you to explore your love of Disney, there is nothing we can ever offer you that is dance related unless we got into very crazy interpretive <laughs> videos uh, and performance related. So ultimately, you know, while we would love to have you forever, this was this was never going to be your final destination. You can't, you know, unless you want to give up on performing and entertaining people in that way. It it, it was never going to be your final destination. But the ride since you've been with us has just been absolutely incredible. We've made so many good memories, and we've just had so much fun. And I am truly, truly going to miss it. It has just been. It's been so great. So from the bottom of my heart, seriously, thank you for everything you've done. Thank you for being the kind, generous person you've been and just really embracing all of the craziness and zaniness that this company has to offer. And uh, you will you will truly, truly be missed here. Oh, Craig, you're going to cry. <laughs> I know, it's like... <laughs> Oh my but, God. You know, Erica, it's, it's nice to have been a part of your, your stepping stone to bigger dreams, you know? So I also have gotten, I mean, we didn't get to spend a lot of time together, but California was a, a nice memory for me with you. Um, being on any show that you were on, I always felt like we had a great camaraderie and that we understood each other. So I thank you for being my friend. Oh, <laughs> no, but I, when I first started, I was really scared. Um, that I wasn't going to like mesh or make any friends because Denny left and went to go live out her life. And that was the one person that like, I really, I really knew and that I was really comfortable with because she was my editor when I was being a contributor for the site and everything. And um, it was a beautiful and amazing thing to watch me, Craig and Rhino just gel so well and I, I had fun every single time that we did something together. Um, like even, even getting wine and drinks dropped on me in Cinderella's Royal table, um, <laughs> with you guys. I'll never forget that. It'll always be something I laugh about. And you guys being my dads, like that's stuff that I hold really close. And that's why, like, just know I'm always going to be friends with these guys and with you too, Julie. Like we've had such really amazing conversations together that like, and you really, you might not know, like feel this way or know this, but like you really helped me see myself in a different light. Every time you and I talked, Julie, you really made me feel like I, I can grow. I can be the person that I want to be. I don't have to put myself in a box. Um, so like having that with you was really like special to me. And of course, my relationship with the Craig and Rhino is very special um, 
because we just, we have spent so much time together and like that stuff that like, obviously I'll never forget any of that. And, you know, meeting all the supporters and everything in the parks that has been truly phenomenal. Um, Hearing all of you guys say kind things to me and just taking a moment to speak with me means a lot. And I do have to say, I think, my favorite thing out of everything I've done was taking my mom to Disneyland with all of you. That is something that like I'm going to cherish forever because I never, I never knew when I was going to go to Disneyland or if I'd ever be able to go with my mom. So that was just really wonderful. And I've just, I don't know, I've had a good time with all of you and I'll never forget, you know, Craig and Rhino keeping me up till like one thirty in the morning, way past my bedtime. Um, I'm <laughs> that I'm tired, but you know, <laughs> happens I, i'm so tired um it happened to me at jollywood nights i was like i'm just so tired um you know everything we've done together is special i'm gonna miss those first day of festivals and stuff like that um but i won't ever truly be gone from like you guys like i'll still be part of your life i'm gonna be making magic which is what i've always wanted to do and like like Rex said we, we don't do dancing videos on this channel so can you imagine um, if craig was dancing <laughs> <laughs> can you imagine if my job was to choreograph flash mobs for our team <laughs> i would stay for that <laughs> i i don't know if i'd go that far but you are you i i don't want to say you're fortunate enough because i know how hard you work in the performing arts and how much you've sunk into uh, you know your dancing skills as of lately to you know it might have started as a way to just continue to do what you love but that has now transformed into being able to get your foot back in the door with literally a, a company of your dreams that you've wanted to work for for years and years and years and you know it's because of the hard work and dedication you put in and that's that's a true testament to your character and uh, i only only can imagine the impact you're going to have on the families as you know they they come come to Walt Disney World and they're looking for their favorite character and uh, and knowing that you being friends with those characters, you're going to help to make so many vacations unforgettable for so many people. And, uh, it's, it, it's very cool. It, I, it always sucks every time we leave people, but, uh, it's, it's also, it, it's very heartwarming when someone is walking away to literally follow their dreams. And, you know, it's, it's been sad not seeing Julie on the shows because she's following her dreams and it's, it's going to be sad not seeing you around as much anymore because you're following your dreams. But, you know, it's, I, we can never stop and step in the way of everyone's dreams. And I can't say dreams one more time or I'm going to fall into a repetition loop, but I'm, I'm just, I'm so happy for you. And I don't want it to sound like I'm just rambling and repeating, but I, it just, I am, I'm so happy that you're going to get some time to enjoy Thanksgiving and, and get started. And 2024 is going to be an incredible year for you. The same way I hope it is for, for all of us out there. So really, really, Congratulations. Do you have any other highlights you want to share with us? You don't you don't have to feel pressured. I know you went over a lot of them. I'm trying to think. I mean, I have to say <laughs> I don't know if this is going to sound weird, but I think one of my favorite highlights um 
that was very special between the three of us um, was going in and, you know, doing what we had to do with the studio and take things out. And, but it was a very, I don't know, maybe like a very cathartic feeling to do. Um, And it's something I'll never forget. I'm going to grab drinks after and just hanging out and talking about like what the future could hold. I, that was one of my, it's weird to say it was one of my favorite days because not only was it weight lifted off our shoulders, but it was the true step into the next thing for all of us. Um, I'm trying to think of other things. We've done yeah. so much. Yeah. Um, I, I, I think understand where you're coming new, from. Yeah. I think one of my new favorite like memories is when um, we just, we went to Mickey's very merry. Right. And we, I was the front seat of space mountain and Rhino's right behind me. And I always scream on roller coasters. Like, that's just who I am. And I'm always like, well, what if people I'm riding with, like, aren't like that? And I'm bothering them. Oh, no. The minute we started going, Rhino was screaming behind me. And I felt so seen. <laughs> and I'll never forget the little, ah, ah, that was happening behind me. And I will love that forever. <laughs> um, so that's like a new memory I have that was really fun. Um, also, Craig, you coming to my house and setting up my stuff. Now you have to take it away, but oh, yeah. at least you yeah. came to my house. And I believe you also have stuff that will go into our studio one day. So uh, yeah, I do. thanks for I your storage opportunities. Send a bill <laughs> yeah. to John at Dreams Unlimited Travel for uh, the storage opportunities. Julie, I, is that which dog is that, Julie? <laughs> that's oh that's my, my only dog. Corey in the um, background. Baby, <laughs> that's right. That's right. It was a new She's, cat that no, y'all look, just got. <laughs> she sat on my lap the whole time. <laughs> um, but our neighbor apparently is pressure washing, so she had to go bark at him. Oh, I totally oh, yeah, get course. it. Yeah, no. So, Erica, I will be back to uh, collect that stuff. I won't. I won't try to ruin your Thanksgiving, but you let me know as soon as you want it out. I'm available <laughs> as early as tomorrow. Um, but. Okay. We'll we'll work that out, but yeah, it's weird. Like, so like it's hard thinking about memories too because so much of ours is based around dining. But even like you know, you call us dads, and I'm gonna be a proud dad moment because I I, I still remember like you didn't really do a lot of dining reviews right away, and like you teamed up with Panda at the start, but. I then like I remember it was right around when you Panda and I went to Mama Melrose where it felt like you clicked and you finally like you finally just got in not I don't want everyone can review in the way that they want to review it. That's fine. But it was like it, it felt like I could see your progression from being one of the people that, you know, people hate. That's like it was good. I liked it. The flavor <laughs> was good. And like, oh, that's. <laughs> That's not good enough to then like you've started getting really descriptive with the flavors and textures and smells of everything. It's like I, I got to I got to witness that progression. So that's been one of the, the things that's made me really happy because we are not professional food reviewers. Uh, we are not even amateur. We are whatever <laughs> is the next one below that. But it's like it's still it's been so cool to see how you've you've grown in this job even even though it has nothing to do with what you're going to be doing next you still you know you could bounce back into this any day if you wanted to so uh oh, don't for sure. don't delete the phone numbers for, for no, you know, I, everyone else i won't i know you won't delete mine but <laughs> no i won't be i won't be deleting or blocking anybody because i love you all i really do i care about all of you 
and we care about you too. So happy trails, Erica. Best of luck to you in the future. I know everyone wants the tips on how to find you in the future. Um, I just, you know, obviously Erica is all out on social media. So I would go ahead and follow her there because she can't predict the future. She only has a a certain idea, but um, it's, yeah. Erica, I'll let you, I'll let you plug. What it, what's, where can people follow you? So that way they can know um, maybe where, where you end up yeah. in the world. If you want to kind of get an idea of where I end up in the world, cause I might vaguely post every now and then about it. Um, my Instagram is healthy dose of Disney. So like it's all one word of healthy dose of Disney, not does my dyslexia. I type it wrong all the time. Healthy dose of Disney. Um, on the Instagram and that's where I'll be like posting what I'm doing in my uh, next adventure in life. If you want to keep up with it, if you want to find where I am at Walt Disney world, you can create a little, where's the Erica game. <laughs> uh, we all will be playing that game for sure. So at least I'll be able to text you and find out, but uh, oh, yeah. everyone else will have to struggle with that. And <laughs> uh, you know what? But seriously, seriously, good luck with everything in the future. We will always be here for you. We will always be your little Diz Unlimited family that if you ever need anything, just let us know. And we will always be here for you. Thank you. Now go change the world. (laughs) I'll try. You're going to do great things. We all know it. And, uh, you know, I should have saved the final goodbye for you. But I do want to say, Julie, it was nice seeing you on your first and last Diz Unlimited show. So well, we will hopefully see you again, uh, you know, probably not over the holidays since we take a break, but hopefully we'll get to see you over like spring break or the summer. That'd be great. Yeah, I know. I, I hope to be able to do that, too. Um, I am available on weekends, Craig, you know. OK, well, no one ever asked me to, to go anywhere. Well, we typically eat on weekdays, uh, usually on Wednesdays, but that's going to have to change now because someone decided to go follow their dreams. So, <laughs> meh. Um, I would also like to say, um, I know that we have some listeners out there who have recently lost people in their family. And I know that the holidays can be hard for people. So just know that you are loved and it's okay if you do not have a happy holiday. Okay. Absolutely. Thank you. No, thank you, Jolie, for uh, for sharing that uh, that side of the story that usually gets swept under the rug. But it's always important to remember. So you never know what anyone else in the world is going through. Uh, So always practice kindness. Yeah, it, it takes just as much effort to love someone as it does to hate someone. But maybe hopefully, hopefully a little less. So just go the happy route. But uh, Agreed. I, I've between Jollywood nights, Erica, and trying to butcher that statement. I've, I think I've lost <laughs> all of the love that's left in my body today. So, uh, he needs a nap. But we've got a Patreon post show, so I've got to get to that first. And uh, of course, if you ever want to support us more, you can always support us through Patreon. You can get information there on all the different tiers and levels at patreon.com slash Diz Unlimited. You can always support us more by booking a vacation through Dreams Unlimited 
Unlimited Travel. And again, that's dreamsunlimitedtravel.com. If you're watching this on YouTube, subscribe to the channel, leave comments, questions, video suggestions. Uh, you know, make sure to say goodbye to Erica in the comments for this one. She's going to go through and read them all. So do it. Uh, if you were listening to this, subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. And if you can leave us a rating and review, that would be fantastic. So Erica, good luck in the we future. We love you. We love you. We'll Thank see you, you again one day in the parks, maybe on here. We'll just have to wait to see how fate all brings us together in the future. Uh, thank you to everyone out there for taking the time to listen and watch this. I truly hope that you can have the best holiday that you can this week and throughout the entire holiday season. We're not taking a break yet, though. You'll see us again real soon with another fun show. But thank you all so much for taking the time to listen and watch this. I truly, truly do appreciate it. And we'll see you again real soon with another episode of the Diz Unlimited podcast. But for now, we've reached the end, or should I say the beginning of Erica's new future. Goodbye.